Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old man Grognard back in the saddle. It's Monday, so that means I got my Monday 5e game, Tube of Annihilation. Looking forward to that. Gage is coming with me. And... I'm kind of, oh, I don't know, introspective. Not really introspective, but I've been going through my stuff, my swag from North Texas RPG Con. I've already read through Operation Unfathomable, so I'll be doing a review on that. Mainly review stuff. I believe next I'm going to hit Avamir, although I was looking at something else. Mighty Protectors, which is Villains of Vigilantes 3.0 by... Jeff D. and Jack Herman. And I read through some of it, and what I saw I liked. Role-playing games, Super's role-playing games are interesting. Because they seem, mechanically, they seem to fall into one of two camps. Either you're rolling up your characters and powers randomly, or you're using something of a point-buy system to either buy or refine your powers. Now, Mighty Protectors tries to have it both ways, which I find immensely interesting. I'll say, I'll save the in-depth stuff for when I do a review on my video channel. But suffice to say, you can actually roll them up or pick them. Because once you pick them, then you got to refine them and, or buy them, rather. They set limits. They set power level limits of the campaign and power caps and things like that. So, like it or not, you're going to have points to spend. And I think that's a good thing because the nature of superheroism is, and especially in the comics, it's everybody has the same power but different. And what I'm saying is they all have, there's just all these powers, but they're applied differently or they have a different source or they're one's light-based, one's dark-based, one does extra damage, one gives you greater strength in a different way. One is a power suit, one is where you hulk out. That kind of thing. So, it all comes down to the refinement. And roll up your own supers is a good start. I kind of like the idea of both. Where you have one or the other. Or rather, a mix. Because it's good that you refine your powers. You refine... Not who you are, but refine your powers. I know it's not going to be the quick roll-up like D&D is. In fact, that's why they did the at first the roll-em-up powers like original V&V and Marvel and things like that because they wanted it to make it as quick or to be as quick as, say, rolling up a, a BX character in D&D. Five minutes, boom, you're ready to go. And I, I appreciate that and I understand that. 
But at the same time, you do have to do a little refinement. Some people, it's like I'm a champ. I was, a, as you know, I was a 12 year champions player. So I know all about refinement and how people can get mighty, mighty granular on their powers because that's just, it's the nature of the beast for champions anyway. But I like the way they've come out with variants. Mutants and Masterminds was a lot of the same thing, but they it was it was almost like Champions Light because they had limitations of what you could do. And each power had its own set of set of refinements instead of having like one big category, one big list like Champions and well Mighty Protectors does. But I find the Mighty Protectors is a bit of a refinement of it. So the thing that that gets you is if you're not prone to over-specialization or a GM that just wants, you know, minute control over the characters. I'm talking NPCs here. You can't have control over PCs, but, you know, players, you're in the same boat. If if you're that kind, kind of minded, if that's the way you think, then that's good. These are good things. But I like a little... Ref- it's, it's funny because every genre, every type of game system I've run into, I like a balance of things. And if you get in too much into the point buy, I feel like I'm doing a lot of work, a lot of work, just for NPCs. I'm not even talking about player characters. But at the same time, I do a roll em up on a supers thing, and I go, shoots an energy blast, and he flies. That's it. You know, I want, I want to fine-tune it. That's where my love-hate relationships with skill systems for fantasy come from. <laughs> because I want a little more specific but not too much not enough where it's going to bog the game down because i'm always worried about it bogging the game down and it will unless you're really quick and really fast and got a lot of energy like my my friend theron bretz he, he runs a 40 champions game he has to take a two-hour nap afterwards i tell you i was tired looking at him watching him shuffling papers shuffling villains things like that so it's a balancing act supers are more of a balancing act that genre is more of a balancing act than i've ever seen before in other genres and so I reproach them with trepidation. If I'm a player, no problem. If I'm a GM, I'm a little hesitant, mainly because my grandsons want to play supers. So I try to find the simplest system that'll still give me satisfaction. Lately, it's been Marvel superheroes, face rip. Because I tried champions with them, and I tried running running a combat, and it's like, oh, I remember this. God, I'm tired. I'm 61 now. I don't want to do this. So we settled on Marvel, which works okay. You can do a certain amount of refinement when necessary. You roll up the characters. Well, there's always the, the option also when you have a roll em up system. There's always the option of just looking at the list and picking what you want. Another game I've been wanting to play is Guardians, which is Night Owl Workshop's superhero role-playing game based on Swords and Wizardry Light Box, White Box. And that looks very interesting. It looks like they kind of did it right. It gives you just enough tweaking where you can make it the way you want without having to get ridiculous about it. And there's always something like Savage uh, Savage Worlds also has a super component to it. So I have options, you know. And, of course, group supers, Superhero 2044, the original VNV, Super World, da 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 right down the line. I mean, there's more supers, supers games than you think of. Icons, things like that. And plus, you find a lot of them on drive-thru and RPG now you don't even know about. There's one in there called Capes that looked interesting. It just seems every once in a while, there's a company, there's always 
someone has to create a supers game. In fact, Goodman Games, my friend Jim Wampler, is creating a supers game for Goodman Games, which he claims is not based on Dungeon Crawl Classics, which I was surprised. He did a secret playtest at North Texas RPG Con, which I was not a part of, but I did get a card, an ID card, Mega Heroes, whatever. But I'm anxious to see what that looks like, because... Aside from playing a superhero game, creating a superhero game is challenging, probably for the same reason I gave, reasons I gave you, I gave you originally. It's, it's trying to strike a balance. That's what it is. It's a balance game more than any other game. I mean, yeah, yeah, D&D, you got to, you know, balance the encounters and things like that and worry about level, level progression and all. But, but supers, it's a whole deeper pond, a whole nother barrel of fish. So, it's and if and if you enjoy juggling, I mean, obviously McDonald and them enjoyed juggling the numbers because I think they were like math people. And you know, I enjoyed it to a certain extent when I was playing. I love making characters because I can get what I want. That's the trick. You got to be able to get what you want. And some games you're kind of hamstrung by that, and you got to understand that you're going to be starting first level, just like any other game. You're going to start at first level. They used to say in Champions, you're not going to be able to play Spider-Man as he is today. You're going to be play, be able to, you're going to play Spider-Man when he first started out because these are all neophyte heroes. Marvel got around that to a certain extent because they gave you stats for practically every. You could find stats practically everybody in the Mar, anybody in the Marvel universe, and so you could play their their idea originally was you play the Marvel heroes. You don't create your own. Then in, when Advance came out, they gave you a, a character creation system. It was a little short sighted on Marvel's part because they t- said to TSR, "No, we just wanted to play the Marvel heroes." Of course, players are going to want to create their own superheroes. They create their own characters for every other game. Why would they not want to create their own superheroes? I mean, yeah, it's nice playing Spider-Man or Doctor Strange or Iron Man or somebody like that. It's nice playing that. But after a while, you go, you know, I want something of my own, you know? And Marvel didn't get that. And so TSR just said, okay, fine. And then they did advance because Marvel came back and said, well... Why don't we have a character creation system? Because you didn't want one. Well, why don't you do a new set and put it in there? This is what I understand anyway, Mr. Grubb. But <laughs> but that's that's how they do it. And you're not going to start out super big, big whiz-bang, super character. So you're going to have to work it, work it up. You know, your powers will get better. You'll get You'll get stronger, you'll get whatever. And that's the way the level progression goes on that. And I still love the genre. You know, I, I love playing supers. It's, it's a fun thing. It really is. Because you got all these options. It's not like the too many options in, say, D&D or Pathfinder. But it's the options you built. My test of a supers game is always, can I build Doctor Strange? Because he seems to be one of the hardest. Th- it, took, it took four editions of champions before they came out with a system where i could actually emulate dr strange and that was the variable point power pool and i know that's the vpp is is contra- controversial but i made it work for me and it's great for making sorcerers sorcerer supremes guys that use magic so my my take on the super genre and i'm going to go out and do what i need to do today probably clean the house a bit And so, folks, until I talk to you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll see you next time. 
Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.